get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. I feel like this, this particular summer has been one of the best I've ever seen in terms of releasing throwbacks that we've always wanted to be re-released. Yeah, the, the, the ones I'm particularly talking about are the Eels Kelly Greens, the Creamsicle Buccaneers, the Seattle Seahawks from the 90s, uh, and obviously the old Houston Oilers throwbacks for the for the Titans. Like those four for me, and, and there's others, there's the Vikings that released theirs and the Falcons were wearing, were wearing uniforms as well. And there's redesigns with the Colts and the Cardinals, but mm-hmm. those first four for me were like, that was like my childhood. Like I loved all of those uniforms. And although I hate the Seahawks, I love that uniform. It's fantastic. I, I do too. In fact, um, when I stopped uh, what I was working on to take this call uh, and, and do this call with you, I was actually working on uh, my my upcoming NFL season preview, uh, which will run you know shortly before the the regular season starts. And I was actually writing. I was I was in the Seahawks section of that piece, and I was writing how happy I am to see that uniform back because man, I always love that. Uh, it's you know green and blue don't always work together um, mm-hmm. in the world in general and but it, and it's really rare you see it um, it's not a common sports color combo it's mm-hmm. certainly not a common NFL color combo but I always love that uniform with the Seahawks I love I love it so much more than what they wear now and for me like seeing that again was like an old friend uh, when they did the unveiling and we should say here uh, probably most of your uh, listeners already know but the reason there are so many uh, throwbacks and alternates being released this summer is that uh, from 2013 through last year the NFL had what was called the one shell rule which was mm-hmm. uh, a rule that said teams could only have one helmet color you could change the way that one helmet color was decorated and so for some teams um, they could like swap out the decals and the striping tape and create a different helmet design, like a throwback helmet design in some cases, like the Dolphins have been doing that for years, for example. They're, they just use their white primary helmet and turn it into a white throwback helmet. But for a lot of teams, um, their throwback look required a different helmet color and they weren't able to do it while the one shell rule was in effect. The rule was lifted last year. We saw a few new throwbacks, but there were some supply chain issues um, in the NFL, like in so much, uh, so much uh, the rest of the world because of the pandemic. This year, though, it's like the dam burst and we're seeing so many new throwbacks, so many new alternate helmets uh, because of the lifting of that rule, including all the ones you're talking about. Uh, the, the, um, the Eagles couldn't do their Kelly greens because they had the midnight green. Uh, mm-hmm. Shell Buccaneers couldn't do their creamsicle throwbacks because they normally have the pewter shell. Now they mm-hmm. can bring back the white helmet and, and slap Bucko Bruce on there. And uh, that that uniform, the creamsicles, is so interesting because it, it was really laughed at for so many years in the 70s and 80s, in part mm-hmm. because the Buccaneers themselves were so bad, right? Like their first season in 1976, they went 0 and 14, the first modern NFL team to go uh, winless. Uh, in in a you know in a full season, and generally speaking, they they were not a good team during the Creamsicle or, or Bucko Bruce era. Uh, but there's been a certain nostalgia, uh, or I, I like to call it a, a reputational renaissance for that uniform. And I, I think part of it is that the Bucks have worn some bad uniforms over the years, like those uh, yeah. what was called the alarm clock jerseys, you know, with that oh, weird so that digital looking font. Um, and honestly, I'm not a huge fan of their current primary uniforms either, even though I know they've won the Super Bowl in them and 
Um, you know, it's it's not terrible, and they certainly own that pewter color. There's nothing else like it in the NFL. Um, but I, I have to say, I have a soft spot for the the creamsicles, and I, I'm going to be happy to see that back on the field this season. So when NFL Network did the top, the, you see their top tens. You remember this mm-hmm. uh, back in the early 2010s, and and they would do, they would look at uniforms, top ten worst uniforms. The Buccaneers were were on that, and uh, <laughs> the creamsicles were on that, and they were on that list. And they were just talking about a lot of the talking points that you just mentioned, where it represented an era of a futility for that team and and Boca Bruce is like winking on the on the logo and it's like a non-threatening yeah, he, sort of thing. <laughs> he was almost like the last of that kind of um of mascot character or logo character where he like he didn't look intimidating. He like the guy who designed him said he was trying to make him look like Errol Flynn, like the old swashbuckling movie star. Well, most by the 70s, I don't know how many NFL fans, especially young NFL fans, even knew who Errol Flynn was. And certainly by the 90s, uh, which is when the like 97 is when they swapped out the cream schools for the pewter uniforms. Uh, certainly, I, I think the vast majority of NFL fans couldn't even tell you who Errol Flynn was. And it was just sort of a it felt not even like a good nostalgia, but just like it, it would be like the equivalent of of like having a marching band um, play like the pop hits of the 50s before the before the game, you know, instead of the, the way um, an NFL pregame <laughs> situation looks and sounds now. It just didn't feel modern. It didn't it, it just felt kind of lost in time. And yeah, certainly didn't look intimidating uh, or, you know, it just didn't feel very sportsy. But uh, but again, I got to say, I'm kind of glad to see it back. And certainly uh, there were people who said the orange color also because there had never been um, that shade of orange. You know, the Bengals and Browns wear orange, but it's a much deeper, richer, more saturated orange, whereas um, the Bucks use a, a, a lighter shade. And people were saying it looked kind of wimpy or um, it just didn't. But, you know, it's, it was very, I thought, very Florida, right? Like, that's the color of, like, Florida orange juice and and, and, totally. and just the sunshine state. Um, and so I always thought it was very appropriate in that sense. And I didn't have a problem with it color-wise. But I do think the team's on-field struggles in terms of just wins and losses uh, didn't do the uh, people's assessment of that uniform any favors. Mm-hmm.